heart. I want to, I, I want to just give you what I feel like the Lord uh, gave to me. Uh, I feel I felt God in it, and I believe that it is, it is. Uh, I believe it'll be a word for us today. Staying sober once the storm is over. Genesis nine and eighteen. We can't put it up on the screen. I hope you hadn't forgot how to find it in your Bible. Genesis 9 and 18. And the sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And Ham is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. Noah began to be an husbandman, and he planted a vineyard, and drank of the wine, and was drunken. And he was uncovered within his tent. And Ham, the father of Canaan, saw the nakedness of his father and told his two brethren without. And Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon their shoulders and went backward and covered the nakedness of their father and their faces were backward and they saw not their father's nakedness. And Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done unto him and he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. And he said, Blessed be the Lord God of Shem and Canaan shall be his servant. God shall enlarge Japheth, and he shall dwell in the land in the tents of Shem, and Canaan shall be his servant. And Noah lived after the flood 350 years. If there was ever a clear picture of a man of discipline, a man of integrity, and a man with focus, it had been Noah. Noah knows how to get ready for a storm. Amen. Y'all with me this morning? We're going to go real fast. All right. He knows how to get through a storm. So God puts trust in Noah. Noah is at the very center of civilization now. There has been a great flood destroyed the earth. And God is starting over with Noah. And his family. There's a story told of a conversation happened in heaven where a man is kind of bragging a little bit. I survived the storm of 1986 or something. I don't remember the year even. And somebody said, Shh, Noah's in the house. That'd shut you up real quick, wouldn't it? You understand that the whole of creation was in a crisis. The Bible says it repented God that He had made man. In other words, humankind. It repented Him that He had made them. We ought to try to live our lives in a way that God doesn't have to repent of the blessings He's done for us. Amen? Amen. I'm trying to live my life in such a way that one day I can hear Him say, Uh, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'm going to make you ruler over many. But it repented God that He had made mankind. The world was in a mess. And the Lord had to do something. And so uh, he, he, He begins with this man named Noah. And you know the story. All of our Sunday school kids know the story of Noah. What an incredible, impressive man 
that Noah was. If you think about how many, has anybody here ever been up there to, is it Ohio where they got a, somebody built an ark, a replica of the ark. Sister Thompson's been there. Uh, we, we've talked about taking a trip, a group and going or something like that. I'd like to see that because I, I've, I've studied the dimensions and all of that thing. And, and it was a, it was a great feat of construction. My dad was a carpenter. I'm impressed with things like that. It, it, it must have been something absolutely incredible. He, he built an ark that took some architectural, uh, you know, acumen. He, he had to be a pretty sharp fellow to build a boat that big. They're still trying to figure out how he did it and it didn't just break apart. Right? And he got all of his family into it. I don't know about you, but I consider that a pretty big feat right there. Amen. Amen. If, if I can make it in my family, be safe. I'm not a failure. <laughs> by, by no shape. Amen. I, 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 of the imagination. I'm not a failure. If all of my fa- That is a great feat right there. That is amazing and an impressive thing. That tells me he had some kind of interpersonal diplomacy and ability to, to work with people and things like that, obviously. That, and, and then he got all those animals on there, two of all. And then of the clean kind, he got seven of all of them and got all of them onto the ark. You ever tried to... Catch a chicken? You ever tried to? Uh, I mean, rope a, a calf. You know, I, 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 I this he's he's a man's man. I think, you know, he's a cowboy. He's a. He, he, I, I'm impressed with this fella. He he's a he he's a John Wayne kind of something. You know, I don't know. Amen. And he he got all of them on there. And then he kept them all in the ark. And as far as we know, there wasn't one fight <laughs> for that whole time. I, that's some leadership right there. I mean, the, you know, Moses is considered to be one of the greatest leaders the world has ever seen. Uh, even in secular terms and things like that. People that study leadership, they study Moses, even if they're not a Christian sometimes. It, but but, but I, I'm thinking Noah, was well, he, he was pretty, pretty good in a whole lot of different areas here. What an impressive specimen of a man that Noah must have been. Amen. I'm, I myself find it hard to keep things together sometime. And he's got all them animals in that boat. And he, he does it all. And he does it under pressure. He does it under the threat of rain. He does it while it is raining. He keeps things going. While it is raining, he, he did all of that and he stayed disciplined, he stayed focused, and he maintained his integrity with God throughout all of that. Amen. But, but it, sometimes you can stick with God through the storm and then when the storm is over, you find yourself in a dangerous position. Amen? Sometimes the most dangerous time is not during the storm, but after the storm. Right. That's good. People like these emergency management people and, 
and FEMA and all those kind of people, they, they study these kind of things. And they tell us that sometimes the most dangerous time is after the storm. You've been hunkered down, you know. And you've made it through the storm, but you come out and you don't realize the landscape has changed. There's power lines down, right? There's water in places you've never seen water before. You know how deep that water is. You could step off in it and, 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 and instantly uh, be in water over your head deeper than you. So, so you, you, sometimes it's when you're coming out of the storm that is actually the most dangerous time. Amen. There are folks, and some of you may be this way. I, I, I hope and pray not. But, but if it is, let the Word speak to you this morning. If you have to be in a storm to live for God, it's time to grow up a little bit. Amen. Amen. I think I'm going to lay down the mic and clap my hands right there. There are some folks that while they're in hardship, while they're in struggle, while they're just trying to pray that somehow they can make it through the storm, buddy, they can live for God. But you let them get out and everything is looking good and there's no troubles in their life. There's no struggles they're going through. They forget God real quick and they can't seem to live for Him. Amen. Don't you know whether you're on top or whether you're on the bottom? You still have to look to the hills from which cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. Glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be able to come in here when you've been praying your way through a week when it's been like you've walked through devils to get here. Man, you have prayed your way here. You get here. Buddy, you can grab something and you can worship. Amen. But you let it be a week when you've been just kind of lounging and lazy and everything's been going good and life is great. And, and, and God is taking care of your problems for you. And all of a sudden, amen, you get sleepy. You, you just, you can't really stay with it. In fact, you might not even show up because, amen, either it's raining too much or it's, it's too sunshiny or something like that. I'm telling you today, amen, whether you're up or whether you're down, you still need to gather and praise God. Amen. Whether things are going good or whether they're going bad, it doesn't matter. Every day of your life, amen, He deserves the glory and the praise and the honor. Hallelujah. Why do we have to have somebody with throat cancer to remind us that we ought to praise God? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Songwriter said, if you think that I'm emotional and I seem out of place, You just understand, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just warming up. You know what David said when he came worshiping? The, the ark representing the presence of God was being brought to Jerusalem. And he was so excited about it that he had to stop every few steps, every five paces, I believe it was, and stop. And he would just dance and praise God. And they'd take five more steps and he couldn't stand it no more. It, it's kind of like Brother Clifford when he got the Holy Ghost. 
Amen. Up in Indianapolis, Indiana, 17-year-old boy went to school the next day. Amen. In between classes, walking from one building to another on that big campus, he's talking in tongues. And he got into a class that actually lasted two periods and he couldn't stand it no more. Amen. By the time the second period started, amen, he, 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 he just, he, he, he was bottled it in. He had held it in. He couldn't stand it anymore. And he just went, mm-hmm. And everybody in the class turned and looked at him. And the teacher did like this and looked at him. After class, he got to witness and explain himself to some folks. But he just, he said, I can't hardly hold it no more. I got to do something. Amen. Hey, hey, listen, I'm just warming up. Hallelujah. Glory. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. You have to go through some kind of storm to live for God. There's a sense in which it's, it's actually, we need God more when things are going good. That's right. Yes, we do. You see, Noah had been faithful going through the storm. But Noah, and, and he'd been faithful getting ready for the storm, and he had been faithful going through the storm. But when he got his breakthrough, hello? When he got out of the pressure cooker, you know what happens? Genesis 9 and 1, And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And I'm not reading it all, but it goes on. Blessing, 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 blessing. And God blessed Noah. Mm. Amen. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. And God blessed Noah. And so Noah, the Bible says, planted a vineyard. And I'm going to summarize here. And got drunk. And got naked. And cussed everybody out at the family reunion. Well, that wasn't exactly what happened. But he cursed his son. Right? Amen? Amen the Bible here. Hallelujah. Amen. And meanwhile, the devil's somewhere going, LOL. <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever, you know, I mean, you, you didn't know if you was going to make it. And finally, man, the sun shines again. And, and the, the, the good report comes in. And, and, and you're writing checks and paying all your bills. And, and, and you know, it's, it's like... It's like you sung a country song backwards. You get your wife back, your kids back, your, your, your boat back, your dog back, you know. All the blessings start coming in. And all of a sudden, it's hard to live for God. Amen? Hello? And I get right down here where we live. There's more than one way to get drunk. Our teenagers can tell you, you know, I'm not saying ours, but I'm just saying teenagers. <laughs> they, they, they can tell you, when I was going to school, they'd drink after shave, they'd try anything, you know. Yeah. Huh? You've heard of stuff like that. All right, but what I'm talking about is, is different than that. There's more than one way to get drunk. You can get drunk on your own pride. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Huh? You can get drunk on your own intellect. You can get drunk on a lot of things. And when, when the storm is over, 
And, and everything is going, and the blessings are there. You've got blessings. I, I wish some of us had stopped and count our blessings, be like Teddy Huffer. You'll find out that, that your blessings outnumber yeah. your troubles every time. Amen. Been a little too long since you counted your blessings, Noah. Amen. If you'd been counting your blessings, you'd been up there building another altar and worshiping and praising God. But instead, you're laying home getting drunk on something. Getting drunk on your blessings. I, 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 as a kid, I remember going with my dad out to visit a man. Dad tracked him down, went out to his house way out in the country. Man lived out there. And out, out down, I don't know how many county roads we went down to get to his house. Hadn't been to church in a long time. And I heard him say, I heard him with these two ears, I heard him say, Pastor, he said, God has blessed me so much, I don't have time to go to church. Makes me think of the man who said, I'm going to tear down my barns and build bigger barns. And I'm going to say to my soul, soul, take thine ease. But God says this night your soul is going to be required of you. I'll tell you what, Noah, you better build you another altar. Noah, you better start giving the praise and the glory to God for your blessings instead of getting drunk and high on your blessings. Amen. I'm telling you, God can do some good things in your life if you'd get to the place that you could stand to be blessed. But some folks can't stand to be blessed because when God blesses them, they can't live for Him. Long as they're fighting to survive somehow, long as the kids are acting up and the wife's threatening to divorce, they can live for God. They stay prayed up. Come on. But things turn. Things turn. Amen. Things turn. Better check yourself. Better check yourself. Hello? Amen. Now, Noah had been through a lot. You know Noah suffered from PTSD? Y'all didn't know that, did you? Post-triumphant success disorder. That's what got him in trouble. Amen. Mm, storm is over. But are we going to remember the one who brought us through the storm? Amen. Or are we going to say like some folks do, well, it don't take all of that anymore. You come through the storm. God brought you in this. You, you, you had a, a dope pipe in your pocket when you come to church and God delivered you. God put your family together. God fixed your finances. God gave you a ministry. And then you're going to walk out and say, Amen, it don't take all of that anymore. I'm here to tell you, you're forgetting your blessings. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter if it's raining or if it's sunshining. We ought to praise the Lord. We ought to give the Lord glory. We ought to understand where our help comes from. Amen. 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 I hate to say it, but there's folks who have lived for God for many years that sometimes, sometimes in their latter years, and this is unfortunate. It, it's not the normal case, but it does happen sometimes. They, they, they get, you know, something happens and, and um, life changes and things. And you're having a midlife crisis and you're 72 years old. You're too old for that. Come on, you know. Hello? Sometimes we, we need to remember. 
We need to remember the Lord. Remember the Lord. By the way, the world drinks to forget. We drink to remember. This do in remembrance of me. Amen. We drink that cup. We remember our Lord. We remember his sacrifices. We remember what got us here. The Lord said, I don't want you to ever forget that. Amen. As often as you do it, do it like this. Amen. I believe God wants us to remember where our help comes from. It's because of an old rugged cross. It's because of a, uh, of a suffering Savior who was willing to drink that bitter cup. Amen. That you're able to be blessed like you are today. That you're able to, to, to lift up holy hands in the sanctuary and praise God today. Amen. It's because that He went to Calvary. Jehovah, amen, has become our salvation. That's what Jesus means. That's what the name means. He's become our salvation. He is our Savior today. And we will not forget who is our Savior today because those that don't forget, the Bible says those that are looking for His appearing, to them will He appear the second time. Mm. In glory. The first time he came as a baby in a manger, the first time he came, he was rejected and despised of men. When he comes this next time, there's a group of folks that's going to be ready and waiting and watching for him. Amen. They're looking for him to show up. Praise God. They're not in some bunker on a hill somewhere waiting for the end of the world. They're in church on Sunday morning saying, I believe the Lord just might show up here. Amen. I believe if we gather in His name, two or three are gathered in the midst, He's going to be in the midst of them. I'm talking about a folks looking for His appearing. If you ain't looking for His appearing on Sunday morning, you're probably not going to be looking for His appearing when He shows up in the clouds of glory. Amen. I am telling you today, there's a gathering of folks that are hungry for Him. Yes, amen. Yes, Lord. And we want, we want Him to make us ruler over cities and rulers over nations and rule and reign with Christ for a thousand years. But we can't be trusted when He gives us a little blessing. I mean, if you win the publisher's clearinghouse, that, that ain't nothing compared to what God's $2,500 a week for the rest of your life. Big whoopie do. How about eternity? Yes. With streets of God. How about eternity where I'm in charge of stuff? How about an eternity where, amen, I, I have a purpose and a reason. I, some folks think we're going to sit up on clouds and play harps. I've got news for you, honey. That's not what's going to happen when we get to heaven. God's got, he's got stuff for us. He's got places for us. He's got things for us to do. It's going to be a glorious and awesome and wonderful time. He created us with a need to have something to do. Amen. We were designed. He said, Adam, I want you to take care of this. This garden. I want you to, 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 to rule over it. And, and God put that in us. But then, but then, due to folks who couldn't live for Him, either during the storm or after the storm or whatever, amen, He had to destroy the whole earth. But I am telling you, there is a people that is coming together in this day and hour, amen, that, that God can trust. Amen. It doesn't matter whether they got a million dollars or they got a single buck in their pocket. It really doesn't matter, amen. What matters is this. I know that He is my Redeemer. I know He is my Savior. I know He is the only one, amen, 
And when I get to heaven, I want to see Jesus. Praise God. I'm not looking for a cabin in the corner of glory land. I'm not looking for a mansion when I get there. I want to see Jesus when I get there. Amen. That's all that matters to me. Hallelujah. Why don't you stand together with us right now? Amen. I believe the Lord's in this place even right now. Amen. Amen. I wish I had a brother Nazarok to come through the back door. Hey, hey, I'm talking about praising the Lord, can you? 
worthy of our praise this morning. He's worthy of our praise. Give the Lord a hand, God, praise this morning.